I'm O'Day. That's Vicky. I'm me. You're you. We are we. Oh my god, that was so <laughs> corny. Right. The You, Me, oh We goodness. podcast. Welcome back to the You, Me, We podcast. Uh, I'm O'Day and Vicky keeps coming back. <laughs> so. Episode 20. Is this 20? Yes. Okay, 20. Episode 20. And we figured we would do something special for this episode. Tell them what we're doing. A few weeks back, we received a request from one of our listeners mm-hmm. um, to do kind of a, like an interview of each other. Um, I guess that would provide context about, you know, how we are. Why? As, why no, we individually. Are we are. Yeah, individually. You know, how okay. we are, who we are today. Um, that sounds, you know, like when I had posted about it, um, getting people's, you know, feedback is that's even a show that other people would be interested in. And, you know, everyone said yes. Um, when I read it back, I'm like, that sounds so, um, kind of like, you know, break it down to the people, how we made it to be who we are today, <laughs> yeah. which is definitely not the way. <laughs> I was like, you don't care that, who you are. Yeah, like. Anybody, anybody ask. Right. So it, it definitely wasn't with that intention. Um, it was just, I had no other way to word it to, okay. you know, so that it can translate into what I was really trying to say. Um, but I, you know, that was what um, the person has suggested. I sat on it a little bit. I didn't mention mm. it. And then it kind of just came to me um, a few days ago. And it seemed like, more than just that person would be interested in a show like this. All right. And and the way we're going to do it is you're going to I'm going to pretty much guide this conversation. Okay. So you're going to you're going to be the person who is being pretty much interviewed in this one. And then next episode or a future episode will what? be me. Why wouldn't it be the next episode? I don't know. Whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so we're going to use those no, as the guinea right, pig. You're right. You're right. Give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> Not what they don't. Continue. Anyways. All right. So, so I'm, on the, I'm on the hot seat. Yes. We are here to get to know O'Day. And I'm pretty sure I'll be learning some things about you oh, too. Which you're is about to learn today. Anyways. So, um, O'Day, Welcome. Hi, thank, thank you for ha- thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you for joining us. I mean, I mean, you know, busy schedule. I, I didn't figured, ask. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about the day you were born. Well, no. after all that thunder and all that punishment the world received that day. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere else, but I think you said after all that thunder and, and what? What was it? Uh-huh. Anyways, go ahead. Um, that's really what you want to know. Yeah, like, like, how was it from the day, like... <laughs> when we go back to birth? Yes, go back to birth, O'Day. Anyways, go ahead, go ahead. Anyways, um, so as far back as you can remember as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, where were you? Were you, you know, we all... I you make fun of me of, of, of being not from this country originally. Okay. But I am. Um, no, so tell no. us, so tell us, so tell us how... You, you came to this country because you were not born here. Yes, I I was not. Thank you for pointing out my my. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. My citizenship status or whatever. You're a citizen. Yeah, what? I'm a citizen. I always say I'm a citizen on paper. Um, no, you're a citizen on paper. Well, yeah, your passport says United States. Yeah, like a piece of paper. So, uh, I was not born here in these great United States of America. America. Gotta be careful. I was born. Gotta be careful. I was born in Guyana. Shout out to all my, all my uh, Guyanese listeners. Wait, and I just want to clarify. In Guyana, Guyana in is in South America, <laughs> right above Brazil. Mm-hmm. Okay, Guyana is not Ghana, which is a country in Africa. It is a completely separate continent. And for those, and you would think that I'm trying to just be. Um, a jerk, but you would be very surprised as to how many people think yeah. they are the same country. They are not. All right. Happens go ahead. a lot. So I'll be brief. I was born in Guyana, um, 1982, the year of our Lord. Uh, <laughs> came to America in 86. 
Wow, I was born no, that year. 80, no, 88, 88, 88. Oh, no, I was already Cause, born. Because I was six, yeah. I think I was six going on seven. So, 88. Um, I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of memories of Guyana because I, I was young. I was young. Yeah. So, I do remember some things, but you can't come to me and be like, oh, name 10 different parts of Guyana. Like, I don't know. I, I, been I know. A, I, been I tried a, doing that to you. Yeah. Like, tell me something about Guyana. You're like, uh, I don't know. I've been in America most of my life. I still embrace the culture mm-hmm. down to like, you know, if I'm just talking to like family and stuff, the, the dialect might come out a little more as opposed to my office, Slightly. my office voice like, hi, hello. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, so I, 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 I have been home once. I went back home when I was in second grade, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was a great experience. Um, I, I remember there was a time when every New Year's Eve, I would say one of my resolutions would be to, oh, let me get more in tune with my guy on his side. Mm. And, and when it comes to knowing about the, the, the country's history. Mm-hmm. Not so much about the culture. I know the culture, but yeah. I always say I'm gonna let me dive more into the country's history and follow more people need to do that for their own blah blah too. blah. But I never do. So yeah. that's my coming to America story, I guess. Yeah. So 1988 came to America, um, and since then I've been the best thing that happened to this country. Right. So where did and, the boat drop you off at? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was is that race? Not race. No, that, I'm saying exactly what you say to me. <laughs> I didn't come here on a boat. I came Surprising, here. You're going to surprise people right now. I came, people do fly on planes into this country. They I don't came, exactly. cross a border. I came to America on a plane. They don't climb a wall. On a Boeing <laughs> 757. I don't know what kind of plane it was. But I came to America on a plane. Um, um, yeah, I came on a plane. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, a lot of people are like, <gasps> people and come I, on a plane? You're like, I yes. Came, I, 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 we lived in Bro- Brooklyn, New York. We lived in the fifties. Shout out to the fifties. Um, that means that that was just nobody from New Jersey understood what you just <laughs> well, meant. Right now, they just think you just shouted out some gangs. For those from New York or Brooklyn, they would know. He means he lived in like you know. I lived in like fifty second, fifty second street. Yeah, fifty second street. Uh, we lived in a nice little basement apartment. Me and my my mom, and my sisters, and I have a lot of memories from living over there. I remember my best friend Thomas, and one day we did. One day we found like a dog. And we like adopted this dog for a day and cleaned it and then played with the dog. Yeah, that was disgusting. And then your parents told you, get rid of it <laughs> like, now. Oh, no, no. We, we didn't bring it home. We're not stupid. <laughs> that's, that's, that's disgusting. Don't bring a stray dog in your house. But we definitely found this dog. And like we were in the in, 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 in the schoolyard of um, 232. And I remember we like we got water and we showered the dog and we played Aww, with that. Oh, that's really sweet. No, but thinking back now, that is disgusting. I know, but that shows character. That shows yeah, that character yeah. in you guys. So how was it in Brooklyn in the 80s and early 90s? Um, What do you remember from it as a kid, right? Because the media tells us. They were like, crack cocaine. And yeah, <laughs> they're like, yeah, there's mad needles everywhere. No, it was crazy. It was there's crazy. like people I, like just. All over the floor, all over the streets yeah. of Brooklyn and the Bronx. Everyone's walking and around, cracked and, out. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Like that's the I, picture media I'll be honest, pieces, I remember I none of that. Again, I came in '88, so maybe it was dying out. I don't know. I don't. No, that's it, it. Hit the ground running in the '80s, and people started like suffering in the '90s. I'm gonna say I don't remember any of that. Yes, okay. Don't worry. I knew a couple crackheads. I knew a couple. I, 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 I'm not gonna name some, but I knew a couple crack fiends. I've seen some crack. I've seen crack vials and crack bottles. Yeah. On 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 the train station platform wow. and, and walking to school and stuff. I've seen that. Um, I know some people who were in gangs and blah blah blah. I, I saw that growing up, mm-hmm. but I didn't see. To me, mm-hmm. or, or you know what? It probably go. It did. This that's probably attributed to, you know, some people who live in like a what we think is a bad neighborhood. Yeah, and they're like, well, you mean I walk around there at two in the morning? I feel safe as hell. Yeah. So maybe growing up in it, growing up in it, I didn't see what others, other people saw because yeah. it was yeah, a different um, point of view. Yeah. Because I always tell people like I remember being in junior high school and going to the hanging out with my friends and taking the bus home. And we're in junior high, and it's like ten at night. But yeah, I remember you told me that. I'm like, yeah. excuse me. It probably wasn't. It probably wasn't that late. It was probably like maybe like nine. Or something. But yeah, it was just cool. That's what we did. Or, or or walking, walking miles and miles all the way from um from boys and girls high school, walk, walking to Prospect Park, just me and my my, my boys because we we had a game for our soccer team. And we just walk. We had practice. We just walked. Yeah. There's a bunch of like junior high school kids just walking the streets. That's what we did. You know. Yeah. Um. So. I, w- I always felt safe. Mm-hmm. I don't feel I, I I don't feel like I grew up in a dangerous neighborhood. I lived in Canarsie for a little bit. I lived in um, I lived on Rockaway Parkway 
uh, right by the train station, uh, the Sutter Avenue train station for those of you from Brooklyn. But I always felt like I lived in a good neighborhood. I knew, no matter where I lived, I knew the people on the block, I guess. Yeah. So we knew someone. So you knew your community. Yeah, we knew the community. And everyone, to me, everyone looked out for each other. Like, yeah. Um, all the older guys, like when I lived in uh, on Rockaway, all the older guys, they knew the younger kids who would play basketball on the fire escape. They would come play with us. Yeah. Because those yeah, older guys who some people might be like, oh, look at those thugs. Those are the guys, those are the same guys who if they saw my mom walking with grocery bags from two blocks away, they'll grab the bags and they'll come. Or if they saw her in the building, they're saying good morning, good afternoon. And, yeah. You know, everyone was cool. Long story short, that that's, you know, everything was cool. I, I didn't see the danger of what outsiders might uh, think when they think of Brooklyn, you know? Yeah, or at least Brooklyn at that time. Because I feel like yeah. New York back then and New York now is completely different. And it was fun because I, I was definitely, I think any 90s or uh, 80s baby growing up in the 90s, we grew up outside. Don't get me wrong. I, I had a Nintendo yeah. or whatever. You know, I, was I feel like my generation was probably like the last to do that. Now, but, but we definitely grew up outside. That's why when I see kids like um, just walking on the streets, I smile because that refreshing. was us. Yeah. yeah. We used to jump on our... I'm sorry, I'm rambling. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was like, yeah. all right. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, shut me up. All right. Because <laughs> like uh, I want to get to good... I want to get to good the people stuff. what they want. Okay. Anyways, so um, tell us about your teenage years. Right, because it's like a really important part of, I, I don't know, of anybody growing up. Like my wild teenage de- years. Yeah, your defining um, teenage years. My teenage years. Was I, there anything like that sticks out to you? Like when you think of your teenage sti- years, damn, what do you sticks think out of? My teenage years. Well, my teenage years, I, I admit, I spent them playing sports. So yeah. when I think of my teenage teenage years, I always think about sports because I was doing track. I was doing, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I was doing, I played basketball later on, uh, like organized basketball. I was playing soccer growing up. What is um, organized? Oh, I, I get it. Okay, like, like playing no, for I a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just you and your boys playing pickup, but like I, I was playing in a yeah. tournament. We, I don't know this lingo. Because you were so... watching Sabado Gigante every Saturday No, morning. I don't know this lingo because I wasn't a sports person. Well, I mean, like I watch basketball, but I don't, yeah. I don't have that. Um, yeah. But fond memories of growing up as a teenager? Wow, I'm trying to think. Um, you know what? I spent. You know what? I spent my teenage years meeting people and some role models who, who I feel like in my, their teachings are still with me. I think that's the best thing about my teenage years. Because, like I said, it had to do with sports. I played sports, so um, my basketball coach, just about everything he'd ever taught me, my soccer coach. They taught me a lot because that's who I spent most of my free time with. Like the guys I was playing ball with, my friends. Like I feel like that's when I made that, you know. All right, here we go. That's when I made my core friendship relationships. Okay. My teenage years. Shout out to my boy Mark, who was like the big brother for all of us on the block, um, for all of us that played ball together. Um, me and somebody like him, and seeing how he, I, I would say, looked out for us. I took some of those teachings and 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 applied it to how I. You know, um, deal with people younger than younger than me or people who I feel like I need to be a good example for. Uh, so I I made a lot of long lasting friendships. I think that that's what my teenage years consisted of. Those were the core friendships. Friendships that I made before that, you know, some are still there, but teenage years. That's what I would say defined my teenage years. The friendships and the crazy, the crazy like wild stuff we would do. You know, stupid stuff that we would do. Like. <laughs> You can't um, bring it up and not expect me no, to ask. No, no, not cra- But it, it was fun. Right now, they're all like, please shut up. <laughs> but, like what? Whoever your teenage friends were that uh, may nah. listen. They're like, please don't. <laughs> no, I wasn't I wasn't a wild child. Right. We did stuff. I thought, best way I could put it, we, we had fun. Like, we would, we would, like, yo, we did stupid stuff such as, yo, um, I'm not even joking. Burger King got a new burger. Everybody would pull their bikes out. We would ride our bikes all oh the way to goodness. wherever. Um, and we just hung out. And basketball took us places. So we would we would sign up for tournaments in different locations, different areas that we weren't too, you know. Familiar with. Familiar with. Mm-hmm. So we would go to tur- tournaments. And, of course, we talked a lot of smack. So we was like, you know. Nah, legally, I shouldn't say this. Yeah, don't, um, don't say yeah, the yeah, smack yeah, yeah. you guys were talking <laughs> No, 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 not, not the smack we were talking, but the way we made sure that even if we did talk smack, try to come at us, we good. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we just did we did fun stuff. Okay. I, I don't know. Like I don't know how to describe it. I, I'm sure people listening understand what I mean. People listening, people who just had fun as a teenager, 
you know, you did stuff with your people. You went out. You hung out. You you partied. It was in Brooklyn, so we partied. You partied. We partied. I was yeah. like, oh, Dave, we need to get more into the stuff that, or do you want me to just ask you? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Ask I want to know what you what you because you're a teenager, right? So yeah. the so far what you've talked about, I'm thinking like your early teenage years. Mm-hmm. Like when did the girlfriends start kicking in? Oh, I was like when second did second grade, dog. Anyways, pimp, pimp. <laughs> 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 so like, okay, now you're mentioning the parties, like okay. So you know, like, did you party like every weekend? Nah, like, nah, nah, nah. So I grew up in Brooklyn. So well, okay, Brooklyn. I went to Clarebarton High School. So, for those from Brooklyn know that Clara Barton High School, no matter what school you went to, I don't care what parties y'all had, you came to our school for mm-hmm. parties. Because we were uh, predominantly female. Um, so, every, so, so if you Is were- Is that why you went there? No, I went there because that's where my sisters went. So, I went there too. Oh, okay. Um, so, you came to our party. So, our parties was always on point. Um, I hung out with a bunch with guys who were DJs. So, we used to go to other parties. I, myself, used to be a DJ. I, I started DJing somewhat in my teenage years, senior years, which is another story, I guess. Yeah, that's your DJ story. My first, no, I mean, my, my first DJ gig. For those yeah. who know me, some who know the story. I know the story. Yeah, my first, just my, looking at you. my first DJ gig was at a strip club. And here I was, you know, 17 years old, DJing a strip club. Um uh, unofficial strip club, hole in the wall bar that had a strip club night. <laughs> um, long story short, whatever. But um, so our parties were cool, and we had a lot of house parties. And you know, it's Brooklyn, so everybody's Caribbean, West Indian, you know, Jamaican, Guyanese, Trini, Haitian, whatever. So you know, it was a lot of dubbing and, and dancing and stuff. It wasn't like, hi, we're just gonna stand in the corner. No, we partied, mm-hmm. and yeah. So I had I had a, I had an innocent childhood. If I, if I, I know. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> waiting for you. You're. You're talking. So I'm just looking. What do you want me to do? No, go ahead. Ask the question. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> so you said like girlfriends and stuff. Is that what you want to know? Yeah. Is that all you care about? I no. That you care no. About. No. No. You like tell me about them bitches. <laughs> no. I mean, cause that's that's maybe it's just me, but I think that if you're not an odd looking person in your teenage years, right? I was odd looking. No, you're you're always odd looking. But yeah. if you were, if you were, not drastically odd looking and. Mm. And you um, had a personality and okay. you had friends, you know, you're definitely going to attract someone like, well, how how looking back now, like on your teenage years, do you I, think that there's anything impactful that came with you into the future from your teenage um, from any like teenage relationships or it was like, yo, it was about having fun. No, cl- no you know, no silliness, just having fun. Because I feel like that part of for everyone is so different. You know what I mean? Yeah, for, I would say it, it was it was about having fun. I would say my teenage years helped me to realize, and this played a part in what I was doing that time. I was on, uh, and I'm not trying to sound cocky. Oh um, Lord, here we go. No, no, but I felt like I was. I think that's when I realized, even with sport, like I was talented. So I was good at soccer. I was good at track. Um, I was a decent ba- basketball player. I joined the step team. I was good at that. So I got involved a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think that balanced out what whatever my awkwardness was, because okay. I might I might not have been the the guy with the you know the the the, the top notch fashion and sneakers mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I wasn't I wasn't awkward looking, and but I was involved in stuff and I was talented. So I guess that balanced me out. So I wasn't yeah. Like a dork. Everybody has like yeah. Something so that here I was the average to me the average kid, down. but captain of the step team. And the step team, you know, we we had some notoriety. We weren't like big big dogs on campus, but we had some notoriety at at at, at high school. We won one or two shows, or whatever. Doing those things, I would say, helped balance me out. And I wasn't, I guess, I wasn't awkward looking. So I I I, I had girlfriends and stuff growing up. And okay. Girls thought I was cute. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, being a child of God, <laughs> oh God, kept kept those heathens away from me. <laughs> I spent most of my evenings in church reading. Um, really? Every, every Sunday, I would wake up and walk to church. I, 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 that's actually true. I, I did used to walk a couple blocks. Cause I lived in Rockaway. My church was maybe, if I walked fast, maybe a half an hour or more walk. It was past Church Avenue, um, past Utica, stuff like that, whatever. Around that time, I hung out with my cousin a lot, who's a little older than me, and he was a big part in like just teaching me the streets. Not in a bad way, I mean like in a good way. Like um, I would just get up on a weekend, go hang out with him for like a for the whole weekend, and he taught me how to like, you know, maneuver the streets, like ride him out. Like here I am, a freshman in high school, um, and I don't know, eleven o'clock at night, twelve at night. 
here I am on my bike with him riding from 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 um, Flabbershire, Vanderbilt houses, riding our bikes all the way to the bridge, over the Brooklyn Bridge, hanging out in the city. And I say hanging out, just like you know, learning how to like ride a bike. It was I know it sounds m- minor, but those little things like stay with me. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure riding a bike. In uh in the suburbs is very different yeah, than riding yeah, the bike yeah. in the city. So that's 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 the same as driving. Like it's yeah. a skill you have to definitely practice to sharpen. But, but he taught me like how to how to ride your bike. You know. Yeah. Because that's what we have. We have bikes. Yeah. So he taught me how to like ride a bike. So as I got older, I knew how to like just like swerve and maneuver yeah. through stuff. Like, yeah. So I was I was young riding my bike like uh those how we vision like um bike messengers ride around the city. Yeah. I I learned how to do that stuff at a young age. You know. So, um, you want to get back to the to the girls? I know. No, I, I was I, gonna I, say, did you have a job? Like, did did um, you pick up a job, or did was you your first funny? job when you were in high school? My, I mean, in college, or my first job ever. Shout out to everybody who did um like summer youth employment, whatever, all that stuff. Yeah. But my first job ever was selling um dresses and little accessories and little like stuff for your hair, like um like barrette and stuff for your hair. Like I don't know what y'all would call them. Ooh, you said that in your little accent. Wait, I, I, I don't know what y'all would call them in the area. Yeah. Like Berets? Stuff, same thing, right? Is like same, little yeah, pinchos. Thing. He he was uh, like pinchos, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that, the, like so, it was yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. flowers or like... So I sold those things with my grandmother at a flea market mm-hmm. in Brooklyn. She, uh, over by Pickin Avenue um, in Brownsville. Uh, gang, gang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, so yeah, I was, I, I was selling. I would wake up every morning in the summer. So while you guys were, you know, out doing whatever in the summer and watching Salvador Gigante, I would wake up, jump on my bike, ride to the shop, the, uh, our little stand. It was like a small, it's a flea market, a little stand. Mm-hmm. It was like a little, I don't know, well, people, the, 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 the cliche term, a four by four or whatever, I don't know. But it was like a small little, like think of a small bathroom. Uh-huh. And I would go, we we, we, we open up, we put up all, we hang up all the dresses, hang up all, and then we just hang out in the flea market all day and hustle, hustle as hard as we can. So this was like... Um, was this fresh freshman year? So it's probably summer of ninety six, maybe ninety seven, and I would sell dresses and stuff. I was hustling. Me, and my grandmother was hustling, y'all. I remember one day she she couldn't make it early, so I had to open up by myself. Mm-hmm. And by the time she got there, I think I had sold like two dresses. I mean, these are like old school, like little girl dresses. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of pictures. But that's the taste, though. Back then, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, that yeah. was in high demand. And you had mad little stuff in your hair, so yeah. I, I I used to sell those. That was okay. my first. That was, that was my first real job. Me and my grandmother. So, um, I'm kidding. I was selling crack. <laughs> yeah, because you're in Brooklyn, <laughs> and that's what the rest of the world thinks you guys are doing. Mm. Um, so and that was my job every summer, pretty much. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So, was that your only job? And then um, college came. So every summer I was doing that, and then oh, over time we did some youth employment. I was yeah. a, I was a janitor at a at a fit club. Um, you bag groceries. I remember you had told me. I was in college. I was in college. Oh, that was in college. My bad. Um, yeah, and then. So, so how did you decide what college? So, like, how was that for you, right? Because you're very much into school and and. <laughs> no <I'm> joke. <laughs> um, for me. So, like, how did that? How much influence did your life up to that point? Um reflect on the college that you chose to attend was um, it just convenience or was it more like this is the school i see myself flourishing which is like what just, they put on the brochures or just my decision to go to college had a lot to do with um my family and my immediate family and in the, the emphasis they put on education yeah because that was actually my, my next yeah, question because my like, dad um my dad and my mom are one of those like you know there's nothing you know a or above, you know that that was the goal. Right. My dad is the kind. Is my, I remember they would always tell me, you know, like, uh, you know, um, I think my dad got anything lower than an A in college or 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 doing his master's. So, and then um, my mom was the kind that like I remember when <laughs> I remember in elementary school I got picked to go to take a test to go to a specialized junior high school nice. or for this market. I, th- I think it was Global Skyler or something. I forgot the name of the school, um, but I had a lot of support. So my mom. For the English part of the test, she made she would make me read the Bible to, to, to get my 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 my, um, <laughs> my reading skills up to par. So she was always on me with education. My dad, you know, like I said, he got his master's, so he he set the bar really high. Yeah. 
my my sisters, they all, you know, they they got good grades going from high school straight to college. So I was like, damn, I got to go to college. Right. Um, but there was that, my whole thing was, yeah, whatever college takes me, that's where I'm going. <laughs> University of Alaska wants to take me, I'm going. Yeah. Um, I only applied to like three colleges. Mm-hmm. And, and it was the same with high school too. I was like, whatever, whoever t- um, applied, whoever takes me, I'm going. And I remember I, I, I don't know why, but I chose to put Lehman College. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, let me put Lehman College, I guess. I really wanted to go to, I wanted to go to Old Westbury because they had a dental program. At that time, I really wanted to be a dentist, uh, a dentist because I, in high school, I, my major, I was really good at dental lab technology, top of my class, holla, gang, gang. Um, so I could make dentures for those who don't know, or they can actually make dentures. And at one point, I could name every teeth, every tooth in your mouth and all the parts of the mouth. Random fact. But I, okay. cho- <laughs> but I chose Lima College, and Lima College accepted me. And that, I would say, was one of the most um, defining moments of my life, Going to choosing to go to Lima College because, yeah. Okay. And Did I mention I was prom king? Uh, Isn't that what everyone does? Become prom king? No, just we, me? No, we were we okay. were just on the topic of high school, and I mean, you didn't feel like sharing any of that, so I was sure I surely was not gonna tell I mean, your story for you. I don't know. No, what do you want to know about high school? Cause so much happened in high school. Okay, so like, tell what, us what your your what best you fun know? facts. I don't know. Oh, Dave, this is your life. But you gotta. You're asking. She's new to interviewing people. Oh, uh, Dave, I'm, I'm telling joking. you. Tell us about high school. You know, what are no, your most it, memorable moments about high school? You don't feel like mentioning that you became prom king? That's your prerogative. No, but I'm I figured not here. everybody wins prom king. Little do I know, prom king <laughs> is just for the exclusive people who are great. Oh, my but, God. So I won prom king. <laughs> <laughs> You're so annoying. I mean, it's just something I was like, you know what? I'll go to prom. You also you know looked like you were drowning in your tuxedo but no, it's my okay. tuxedo fitted me well it, mm. it was the style at the time mm. we'll post a picture shout yes to, yes we shout will. to my homegirl dana no my limo held down prom king and prom queen congratulations shout out to dana dana won prom queen my limo was a step team in the track team shout out to nando alicia um tasha god rest her soul um um kalan was kalan in my limo did kalan go to prom no but anyway naria naria uh, but yeah. Okay. So tell us about college. Well, freshman year I won Mr. Lehman. Just oh, no. it. Doesn't everybody go and win like the Mr. or Mr. of their college? I don't think they're no. I don't no think I don't think um other people's colleges and universities are stuck in the 1950s. No, a bunch of colleges do that, yeah. and just a select few win. Because I think only those. Well, anyways. So, um. So about college, do you think that college was um, more memorable to you than high school? Like, was it more because you know how to some people like high school is the biggest part of their life Mm -hmm. and college is not so much. And then to other people is the actual complete reverse. And then for others, it's literally none. And it's after they're done. So which to you would be like for me was college. Okay, college is what because in college I. In college, I even though I was comfortable with myself and who I was and stuff and and putting myself out there out there, I got more opportunities to do that in college. Which I guess that's what college is there for. Um, I joined a fraternity. Mm-hmm. Um, I got my face was out there more because I got because I got some more exposure just off of like talent and different stuff. Um, I was in student government. You said you you mentioned your fraternity. Yeah. So what got you into that fraternity? Uh, so what got you into Greek life, which is a whole nother thing that we're going to one day record. But like, okay. so what got honestly, what got me into Greek life? Because everyone is completely different on that. Cause, okay, like I said, quickly, like I said, I was stepping in high school. So I got to yeah. be around fr- fraternities and sororities yeah. from going to competitions. So I knew of Greek life. Yeah. So for those um, who don't know, in Greek life, stepping is pretty big. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, a lot of organizations, not all, but a lot. Yeah. Um, and stepping is something I love. So I got a chance. Especially to, in to that dive. time. Yeah. 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 So. Got to college, um, um, met a fraternity because mm-hmm. I was helping them with stepping. They wanted to learn how to step, so I helped yeah. them out with stepping. And from being, from hanging out with them, uh, let me shout them out. So Beta Kappa Psi Black and Latino Fraternity Incorporated. Um, <laughs> I, I'm here being all vague. I'm like, I why know. I, I was like, <laughs> okay. But um, again, so, 
So Not I was my story. so I was helping them out with um, stepping because they want to learn how to step. So I would go down there, me and my um, my brother Donald, we'd go down there and we'd help out. We'd teach them how to step, teach them a whole step routine. And then just from hanging out with them, I was like, yo, this is genuine. Their brotherhood was genuine. Um, they never came, they, they never tried to like sell themselves to me. They, they were just doing them. Mm-hmm. And, I was, and I met amazing people. And I was like, you know what? I want to be a part of this brotherhood. Yeah. And, you know, years and years later, I am a proud member of Beta Kappa Psi Black and Latino Fraternity Incorporated. That enhanced your college experience, I'm assuming. Yeah, because that, that's that's how I got that to... Like stero- like that, yeah. That's like an, an injection of steroid to the college experience. Because I... So it's true. I went to college At in the Bronx. At least our version of Greek yeah. life, because there's went, different versions of Greek life. I went life. to college in the Bronx. Beta Kappa Psi, at that time, had chapters in Jersey. So I was hanging out in Jersey. I got a chance to um, have that kind of on-campus living experience. Because yeah. I, I, I would jump on the train, go hang out with my brothers over there. We would, you know, do community services. And, you know, we had some social interactions, you know, parties and stuff. Uh, little private parties. I don't want people to think that oh, that's all we left about. But I got a chance to meet a bunch of people, have some fun experiences, or wild times, you know, um, um, taking trips all over the place, meeting new people. And, again, stepping. I got a chance to really dive into my step into my fraternity. Yeah. And that, like I said, gave me exposure. I got a chance to become the face uh-huh. for my fraternity for some people. And that, that, that was a good feeling. Not to sound cocky, but it was a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. I think anybody would be proud of that. So I got a lot more exposure. And, and then, but, but back at Lehman College, you know, there, there I was. Be, uh, I was in student government. I was student government president. Um, and then you just, I had a college experience. Do you, do you think that anything attributed to you being so Beautiful? involved? Huh? Being Why? so, what do you Why mean? Why do you do that? Because you're so annoying. I'm just saying what you want to say, but you don't say it. Because I don't want to say it. Maybe you were thinking it. I was not thinking it. Anyways, hey, so, so do you fun. think that anything attributed to you being so involved in college? What attributed that to that? What, what yeah. attributed to me being inv- wanting to be so involved? Yeah, like is there anything um, from your past that you felt like definitely fed into you being that kind of person? Or do you think that you've actually always been like that? I just didn't like going home. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, 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 I know what it was. That's, no, no, I know what it that's was. the truth for a lot of people. They're like, listen. I think naturally. You <laughs> I'm going to get involved in everything so I don't have to go home. I don't think my family's like that. My, I think my fa- my family's not the sit in the corner and just observe. Yeah, definitely kind. not. <laughs> I luckily come from a family who, just by chance, I feel like a lot of us. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about uncles, aunts, um, immediate family, mom, dad, sisters, cousins. Just naturally, from who we are, we we get involved, we get noticed, we um, we take on leadership roles. Um, I'm a DJ. My uncles and my cousins were all great DJs. Um, musician in general, like my, my dad is a musician and he's a, um, to me, he's a popular musician. Yeah. And he doesn't just sit back. My mom is creative in an amazing way. So I, I, I get, you know, I dabble in some kind of like, like creativity, creative type stuff, um, dealing with my hands and, and making um, um, stuff. So, it's like my family and the way they are and the way they they naturally but the way they use their natural talent to just kind of entertain others yeah. and and get others involved so, innately yeah. you're just like that yeah because so if, if we're at if we're, if we're at something and there's music playing because music is big to our family we're going to be the ones we're, we're going to be out there dancing enjoying the music and guess we, we get noticed because of that so yeah that's just who we are you know okay that's cool actually yeah. If that makes I sense. never matched that together. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, so is there anything else from like your college experience that was a really defining moment to you that, you know, that you would think about from time to time? Not like, oh, I'm so caught up on whatever or I wish, but just like a, wow, I remember this and I remember, you know, like, is there any anything fun that you'd like to share with us? From your college years, I guess. I don't know how to f- phrase that question. I don't... Defining moment? I don't know. What's the defining moment in my life? Not the most defining moment. Because I think, like, nobody has that one moment. I think it's a it's a string of moments. Like, I think it's, you know, various things that happen to you within a certain period of okay. time that kind of, like, um, shape you or, like, t- make you go left when you're right, when your life was taking rights, you know. A defining moment in college was when I decided to uh, spend my summers working at a camp. There you go. Because that changed my whole life, you know, completely, you know. Because uh, that summer, 
I remember it was, hey, stay home in the summer and, you know, work on some stuff that was going on in my life or go to this camp and, and dive into this new experience. And I chose to go to the camp. And that changed my life forever. In what way? Um, it molded me into the man I am today because it taught me how to appreciate uh, life, appreciate what God gave to me, mm-hmm. appreciate the strength in other people and how strong other people are when it comes to like pushing past hurdles and, 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 and fighting through stuff and just um, always staying positive. Um, so the camp I was working at, um, the, ca- the camp I chose to work at was Camp Oakhurst for the Physically Disabled. Shout out to all my Camp Oakhurst people, um, gang gang. It was children and adults with, uh, who were living with uh, spina bifida, who were living with uh, cerebral palsy, uh, osteogenesis imperfecta, um, some other ones, dystonia, dystonia, yeah, and other like physical disabilities. Because here I was working with people who autom- automatically a lot of us would be like, oh my gosh, you know, right? Yo, oh my gosh, um, you, do you need help with help with that? And I just learned that like, that's not the case, yo. Yeah. I learned more. I would learn that was helped more. Yes, we we had times when we were, you know, I physically we physically had to help some of these um some of our clients with uh. Because sometimes they were. F- Physically, yeah, physically, actually, they, they, physically limited. On yeah, yeah, there were some physical things, limitations, but not as physically limited as other people would believe they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, people in that condition, they don't want your sympathy. They want you to, you know, just treat them like a regular everybody thing. else, because they yeah. are like everybody else, yeah. you know. So a lot of a, a lot of them are my close friends now. We still yeah. we're still in contact. We still talk. We hang out. Um, you know, same way I got. I got my family going now. They have their family growing yeah. and stuff. And it's cool when we see each other on the street sometimes randomly. But it really made me have a more positive outlook on life. I just appreciate everybody that came into my life. Um, it, 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 it definitely it changed me. It changed me and my, you know, the trajectory where I was going in life. Not that I was, good, I was on some bad path, but right. it definitely... Changed made, the direction you were going. Yeah, in. yeah. So how do you... Th- would your life be drastically different had you chosen to, Not to go stay to home? Yeah, had you um, chosen because you said it was either um, stay home and deal with something or yeah. go to the camp. Like how how different do you think your life would I have could, been had you not gone to the? camp? I could think of probably over a hundred people I never would have met, right? Who would have helped mold how I make some like who are impactful in how I make certain decisions, how I make mm-hmm. certain life decisions, and how I view certain things. Um, some of the things I've created and put out into the universe, I never would have if I hadn't met those people because they were a part of it. Yeah. If we're being candid, I admit, if I had stayed, one of the things I have to work on here was a relationship. Mm -hmm. And if I had stayed, who's to say we would be here now? Who's to say I would have met you? I would have probably stayed and worked on that. That wouldn't have worked out. Met somebody else, met somebody else, and then I would be, you know. Yeah. God knows where with whoever, and, and you wouldn't be here. Kalel wouldn't be here. Who knows where I would have been, you know? Mm-hmm. Or would have went back and selling crack. <laughs> With your grandmother. You forgot the key With part. With your grandmother. <laughs> Biggest crack pusher in Brooklyn. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, my goodness. So, okay, so now you're done with college, mm-hmm. right? Um, You're in the working world now. Which, and which, how- which was interesting because junior year, if you say, okay, what are you going to do in the future? I'm going to be the director of Campbell Curse. And I'm going to be camp director for, for the rest of my life. And I'm going to be with these people for the rest of my life. And God, and God was like, I was like, uh, that's cute. Yeah, no. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Um, so, so, what was the question? So, no, well, I was leading up to the question. Question. Wow. wow. I was you, leading you up to the question, um, which was now you're in, like, now you are in official adulthood. Mm-hmm. You're not in, no, you're not in school. At all. Um, you're not a student anywhere. You are a... But I'm still a student of life. Right. <laughs> you're a contributing member of society now. Mm-hmm. You're an adult. You have responsibilities. How is adulthood... You know, like, what age did you graduate college, if you don't mind me asking? I graduated at... I don't know I was 22. So how does... 22? So at yeah, 22 years old, um, I guess I would say from 22 to 30. 
mm-hmm. right? Because to me, that would be kind of like the half point. Yeah. From 22 to 30, like, you know, how was that from going from your early 20s as a college graduate? Um, to Because sh- I feel like 30s is when things yeah. start to change for everyone. Well, from 22 or 23 to 30, shit got real. <laughs> 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 no, I, I want to say I was um I was kind of guarded the first year out of college. Because yeah. I graduated, let's say I graduated in May. By June, I was in a car headed to the camp to work full time. Yeah. Moved to Jersey. I, and, and, and and for a year, I was still do I was still in the environment that I was in while I was an undergrad. Every summer I was at this camp. Yeah. So I was still going to work in my pajamas and flip flops. And the schedule was weird because we would have like we'd work for a week, be off for two weeks. Work for a weekend, be off for a week. Yeah. So I think I was still kinda guarded. Yeah. And then, you know, life changed. I, I chose to make a career change and I, I got into higher ed mm-hmm. and it was more, you know, I was wearing a shirt and tie to yeah. work. It was every a little day. more structure. Yeah, a I little moved. more. Well, everyone assumes as adult. Yeah, adulting I, looks I, I, like. I had a I had a much bigger salary. Right. <laughs> taxes were being taken out of my paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> Even bigger taxes. Um, I had a I had a boss to report to and blah right. blah blah. And, and he I, had a boss to report yeah. to, and they had a boss. And I was also I was also put in a role where I wasn't raising I, I wasn't helping like children and disabled adults whatever yeah i was mentoring students you know yeah i was not even i was mentoring people who were older than me you know right. I, well I was, they were students yeah, yeah 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 so it was weird i was mind you i'm only a year out of college so here i was not only a year out of college and working at a college i was a year out of college but working at the college i graduated from so some of my friends were still there i felt like i was more of an adult now because I, I was in what society viewed as an adult if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was working, living at home, um, moved back, lived at home for a couple, I don't know, weeks, maybe months until I mm-hmm. moved back out, moved back on my own because I was not staying at home. Yeah. Love you, mom, but <laughs> yeah, my wings like, got to fly. Yeah. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> Anyways. Um, during that time, um, uh, what did I do during that time? Lived on my own, like I said. Um, you know, made some drastic decisions in life mm-hmm. life decisions um am i being vague again you're being vague i okay. was just gonna tell you like <laughs> just so you know when you say things like that okay. people are expecting okay. you to be like like so okay so one, <laughs> so one of the biggest things during that time was i did get engaged what <laughs> what now everybody's like oh okay okay wow. so but but, but those things who, you find out but most of our listeners know my story <laughs> or know that part of not of most story. Anyway, so during that time, I did get engaged. Um, so, but but that's around the time I guess most people probably. I don't know that. Any, <laughs> I wouldn't know that. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> joking. I'm joking. Yes, rub it in my face after you just I'm said joking. you had already been engaged I'm to joking. someone else. So yes, I was engaged. Um, that didn't work out. So of course, that's like a defining moment. I would say. Uh, yeah, I would, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that is definitely very um, defining. Yeah. So having to like you know kind of have a plan. And then all of the it way just you, like... Yeah. And then it's like, oh, more. shoot. Got to revamp. Even though I thought the next couple of years were going to go a certain way, now I got to change everything. So my life took a whole different turn twist in... Again. <laughs> like, old oh, oh, 09. So I was living back on my own and, you know, living in a new, new neighborhood. Um, yeah, it was just different because it's not what you had planned for the next... Right, right. For the next couple of months, week, days, or whatever. Um, it's not what you had plans for the rest of your the life. Rest of your life, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah, once yeah, you yeah. like put a ring on it, you're like, all right, I see exactly where this is gonna go, yeah. and um, or that, or at least that's the assumption that everyone thinks that that's how things will play out. Yeah. So feel yeah. free to use this moment as the moment that you all add comments to the bottom of the whatever, being like, so let's talk about minute mark number forty-seven, <laughs> <laughs> and go back to episode one, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, so yes, yeah, so how was that? So now you're at thirty. I don't know what year that is. But you're at thirty. Well, that was like that was like twenty. You said you said six twenty seven. That was twenty six, I believe. Yeah, you said oh nine. So then, after oh nine, math up. Li- no, that's exactly what you just said. I'm just yeah. yeah what you that's said. I'm thinking, I'm thinking so life math. threw you life threw you a curveball. Mm-hmm. I bounced then, back. I bounced back. You know, yeah. Because I'm a pimp, so I was like, hey, you know, ladies, I'm back. So. <laughs> Wow, and, you know, street, that was mad insensitive. Streets came calling. They was like, "Oh my god, oh daddy's home." So, oh daddy's home. Wow. That was my um. That was my screen name back in the day. I told you that, right? Oh daddy. Yeah. It was oh daddy ninety nine, oh, and then 
when Y2K, they, I changed it to Odaddy 2K. Oh my God. Keep up with the times. Anyways. I'm going to change my. Instagram so in 09. So from 09 to. No, so tell us about the last 10 years of your life. Last 10 years have been fun. Mm-hmm. Last eight years have been stressful. That what? What? <laughs> I didn't hear you. What, what you said? I, I'm sorry. The static. I can't hear you. What? It's okay. I lost I'll, service. I'll hear it when you. I lost when you service. What? <laughs> the last 10 years of my life, the last couple of years. Not couple. The last few. Whatever. The last few years, whatever. It reminds me of how a lot of us will think, oh, early 20s. I'm an adult. Mid 20s. Well, what the hell was I thinking? I was yes. not an adult. Now I'm an adult. Now in my mid 30s, I'm like, what the hell was I thinking at 27, <laughs> 28? Now I'm an adult. You know? Yeah. I mean, now I officially have my my one gray hair now. So now <laughs> I am an adult. You know? But because um, over the last couple of years, the last few years, like you said, I've. The last decade. The last decade. I, I, I once again left a job that I thought I was going to be at forever. Damn, life just just keeps like sucker Which was punching so you. So hard to do cuz <laughs> that to me that was the biggest jump career-wise. Yeah. Cuz I left the job that I called home. Yes. I left people that I called family mm-hmm. for a new opportunity and it was an opportunity where I went after the money. Cuz I had a Dominican girlfriend so I you know, I had to keep her draped in in, in lavish lifestyles. I wonder who you're uh, talking about cuz it ain't me. <laughs> and he, no, you're right, it wasn't. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. It was we were together, but anyway. <laughs> Um, then of course, here I am in a relationship, you know, in a long-term relationship. We moved in with each other pretty early on. Yeah. Cause you, cause you was thirsty. You're such a liar. We moved in with each other. Um, so we were having relations, uh, early on. I'm joking. Um, I, I was, I'm a child of God. Um, <laughs> and then cause it, it was a relationship that it was a serious relationship. Yeah. Mixed with a serious career, uh, mixed with being, again, feeling like an adult, you know, we moved in together. So we, you know, we, 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 we were cohabitating, yeah. sharing the bills, sharing the life, sharing. So that was different, you know, and you know what? I felt more like an adult because this was the first time for a long period of time I was making decisions with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So everything I did was with somebody else. The decision that. To, to 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 change jobs that was with that was, you had to be factored in but the same could be said when you were engaged there weren't that many big decisions during that time you period. changed the whole career not during that time no oh no clearly um, i don't really know much because so. to me and let me know if you guys agree there's a big difference when it comes to doing things while you're single and doing things while you're together and even though yes i was engaged at that time um there was more stability in my life at that time I mean, uh, just to make it clear because I think that the way some people may understand it is that you were engaged but you did not live with the person oh they did yeah we did we did yeah he lived with her and he was engaged and so it's that's why that's why oh, okay, I okay, was okay. saying like what are you talking about like you act like I was the first person you ever lived with no but it, 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 it was di- <laughs> no it, here's what I say it was different um, yes we did live together but we didn't it wasn't like us living together we had our own place we lived on a college campus yeah, 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 because of a, a job um, requirement. We lived on a yeah, college campus, yeah. so it was it was different. Yeah, um, I didn't make a big drastic career change or job change while we were together, while her and I were together. Oh, well, you and I, I was under the impression that happened. No, no, no. I, I I still worked at Lima College, um, so it it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said we we for us living together, we had to you know we went, we searched for a place, we looked for a place together, yeah. we moved in together. Yeah, those are. It's, it's a different milestone. It's a different yeah. process, you know? Yeah. Not just, oh, I, I moved in uh, um, to her place uh, on a, on a college. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My name and somebody else was on a lease, you know? Something yeah. like that. Um, so it was different. I forgot w- what started this conversation. What was I saying? I'm, um, you were talking about how um, it was adulting yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm adulting with somebody. Yeah. Every decision I made was with the consideration of somebody else. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just me saying, oh, I want to find this new job. No, it was me saying, hey, you know, did this new job. Might put us closer might put to us, here. Yeah, different place, different location, you know. I forgot the question. Oh, my I'm God. I'm rambling, I'm rambling, but go ahead. <laughs> no, so that, I mean, that that was the question, like how, you know, like take us into the last 10 years of your life. I know that that's a big chunk, but sometimes when you look back at it, you're like, what the hell did I do with the last yeah. 10 years? That was, I think that was the biggest thing about the last 10 years. It, how, it, it wasn't alone. 
Okay, or not for, becoming for, for a father a, for a majority. What does not it not being alone mean? That no, was a, yeah. I'm saying like there's more. Some people have been together for longer than that and have kids. Lucky them. <laughs> Yo, joking. for real, because with a kid, with like a lot. No, but I say yeah. My la- I say the last ten years are defined. The, the best way I could define them is that I I didn't do them alone. Yeah, that's to me. That's what defined my last ten years. Yes, I could say, oh, I did it, I did, I did whatever, but everything I did, you were there pretty much. Yeah. So even if I said, hey, I, the last ten years is the first time I did X Y Z, if it, it was while we were together. Yeah. So anything, so so some at some point you had to be factored into X Y Z. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it, I get to me it changes there. So I think that's what defined my last ten years, us being together. Mm-hmm. You know. And the good, the bad, and the ugly of that. Yes. <laughs> are we going into that or no? <laughs> nah. No? No. I thought we are not being candid. Okay. That's a whole... <laughs> we'll leave that for a whole 10 episodes. Oh, I hate you. Yo, let's do that now. <laughs> <laughs> you want to ask me questions about our relationship? No? Okay. Continue. <laughs> well, I mean, it's... Do you want... Do you want to go into that? If you ask the questions, I will answer them. I don't. Have, I didn't prepare any questions. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what else? I feel like I, I, I feel like I, 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 I haven't. I feel like I've been honest with the interview, but I feel like you wanted more juicy stuff. No, I didn't. It had nothing to do with juicy stuff. It's just that I know, like, in t- when you're a teenager and you're and you're um, friendly, you know, and you're sociable, and you, you know, you hang out with people that are known as well. You have like relationships and things in high school. And sometimes those are defining. Sometimes they're not. And since you weren't really going into them, I'm like, dude, like, give us some of that. That's why I asked. But it wasn't like I want to know about every girl. I don't really care. <laughs> you should. Um, <laughs> no, no, it is. No, it is. I had. I don't want to. And plus, be- and also like with regards to our relationship, that within itself is like a whole separate thing. Mm. Um, so I think like my only very generic question about our relationship would be because we've pretty much been together for the last nine years, Jesus soon to Christ. be nine years. Oh my God, um, where did time go? <laughs> time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> or annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess my question would be from the last nine years, how are you feeling about the next nine and how and how do you like how do you feel about the next nine and how does that play into who you will be in the next nine this is like it's weird because this is like the fourth conversation i've had today about my plans for the future which i think is a sign well it's the it's yeah. the the era of discussing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the you know the direction. because of the last nine ten years of i am optimistic about, um, it's not weird, but I'm optimistic about how smooth I feel the next couple of years will be. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm past my rough patch mm-hmm. when it comes to like financially. Um, I feel like I'm set in my career now. Um, I feel, I feel like, I feel like I've been coasting the past couple of years. I think like still, still trying to figure it out still, but I feel like now I have a plan. I have more of a solid plan. And I know how to make that work or what it'll take to make those things work. Yeah. Because like now at 36, okay, now I'm an adult. <laughs> and <laughs> and then like, at like, 40, you're going to be like, man, I was 36, young and dumb. I'm like, <laughs> I like that's, because that's, uh, to me, that's maturity. For me, that's one of the things that define maturity. When you get a better understanding of like what you're going to do next. Yeah. And what you did wrong. Yeah. What we did wrong and what it'll take to successfully do the next thing. Yes. So now at 36, I think I got some of the things that I thought I had right at 20. I think I now. You, and now at 36, a, you had have you have had enough practice to know, okay, yeah, 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 all yeah, of yeah, those, yeah. Uh, you know, whatever attempts didn't work. Yeah. I think this one will be smarter because I have experience to rely on. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how does that play into us? Um, I'm assuming you'll still be there, right? <laughs> well, I'll let you know in a year. Somebody got to, you know, clean my shoes and make my dinner. When she's not available, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. Um, But I mean, but but that that's kind of obvious, like how that plays in. Goes back to what I said before. Everything I have planned for the future and how I'm going to do it. So, do you feel like you are more optimistic about the future? 
Because that's that, kind of how it sounded. When it I say that, like yeah, you're, that's the exact word I used. Oh, you did? Like sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it like okay, guys. But the thing is, like, there's a Kit Kat out. right in front of me that I've been dying to eat. So I just keep staring said, at it. I'm sorry. Basically said, when you said optimistic, it sounds like you said optimistic. <laughs> I am optimistic. What I meant to say was, I think I said it. I'm optimistic about my future being successful. Or my plans for the future working out and be successful. Oh, what I meant was because you're optimistic about yourself, mm-hmm. how does that play into us? Because that was my two I'm optimistic, point I'll get rid of you. I'm just, just give a I'm year. Perfect. All you got to do is write it out for a year. What I mean is, go back to what I said. Optimistic that our plans will work out. Okay. Things that we, us as a family, will work out successfully. Us as parents, us as, us as a couple will work out successfully. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And again... I feel like everything I have planned, no matter how individually or or self oriented it might seem, yeah, it has to do with you and Kalel, yeah, and Amore. It has to do with our family. So, anything you want to leave the people with? Any gems that you were able to pick on on your thirty six years um, of life? Um, you know, okay. Here, I think I left this out, but to me, I know what the most defining moment in my life was. Yes, that's a good one. Okay. The most defining moment in my life, because I feel like it still haunts me today, yeah, was so as a child growing up, I I've never had a good sleeping pattern. Never, I've never had. Uh, I don't know why, how this started, but I used to when I was younger, I would come home from elementary school or wherever, I would knock out, and then and then I'd wake up late at night and stay up. You do that, and bro. I'd stay, yeah, I stay up most of the night. So I was at elementary school, junior high school in love with Deborah Norville because she was she hosted Inside Edition or American Journal. American Journal, yeah. So I used to watch those shows at night. So I I, I thought I always loved like new shows. And I remember one night, as I was a little bit older, I was do I was doing my usual roaming the house at night, cleaning up maybe at night or roaming the house. And my mom was up. And only one other person knows the story. Um and I went into her room. I don't know if she even remembers. I went into her room, see if she was up and I guess she had just had a dream, and she said, "It's just like two in the morning." I don't know. And she goes, "You're gonna be a pastor." And she said that to me. I'm like, um, "No," <laughs> <laughs> and that for, for my brother, my brother George, who um, knows the story, um, he knows too. I've always been haunted by it because. Mm-hmm. That's like, to me, that's like telling somebody, hey, I don't want to pressure you too much, but the world is going to be on your shoulder. Then you have to save the world in 10 years. No pressure. That's the way I always view it. So I've been living my life since then feeling like, have I, did I do it yet? Or did she, did, was the universe telling her literally he's going to be a pastor? Mm-hmm. Or was it a metaphor? Like he'll, he's going to preach some kind of message to others mm-hmm. or, you know, like I've been racking my brain. What did what was the universe trying to tell her? That has been the most defining moment of my life because I'm still trying to figure it out. Do you remember when we went to no, the church? I'm joking. Yes, we went to that church in in Bloomfield, and then he prayed over us, and that's exactly what he said. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that's creepy. But anyway, but that's it. I guess my message from that would be: if you have a moment like that, how has that moment molded you? Yeah. If you had a moment like that where somebody pretty much Or you yourself pro- were like Yeah, where somebody you or somebody prophesied and told you where your life's supposed to go. Did you fulfill it? Did you fulfill it? Was it totally off? Yeah. Were you did it scare you? So I don't know. Yeah. Or, okay. Well it was nice to get to know you. Seen. It was nice to get to get to know you all day. I learned a lot of things. Get like me. I can't believe you were engaged before. <laughs> Did she and have to wait what, 10 years, too? Want to know the truth? Yeah. No, actually, you know what? I've never asked you. Yes, I would like to know. How long did she have to wait all day before you put a ring on it so that I can I can appropriately balance out my, my, my weight? It was a couple years. What's a couple years? You you think a couple... Okay, just to clarify for you. From how a long couple we, years is two. Just from, two. Okay, from how long her and I knew each other, not dating, but knew each other, and first started dating to when we got engaged, it was probably about the same amount of time. Ten years? It was probably around that time. It was, it was definitely like... It was definitely more than five. It was definitely... 
Yeah, it was like maybe like seven. Seven. Seven or eight, yeah. And we're going into nine. And it didn't work out. So maybe I should have waited nine. Wow. See, that didn't work out. So. Oh my God. So now that we're more seasoned, when we get engaged, we're more seasoned, it's work out. you yeah. mean with a kid and a house and a dog? Yeah. That's what you consider more seasoned? Yeah. Oh my God. You know, I need to record a whole podcast with just women. And so right that ahead. I can talk about this topic. Go right ahead. Because the things I want to say, I cannot say to you because you won't receive the message. Say it. So I need Speak to. It, that's truth, a whole. Sis. Okay, we're going to record a whole podcast of me debating that whole mentality of the. You saying like, oh, now we're more seasoned or whatever. Here's why that's going to be. Oh, and you know, and you know what's good? Actually, I want to record that before because. Here's why because, that's wait, 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 wait. Let me tell, tell you. Why it's wait. I'm joking. Jeez. I know, but just listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. It makes a relevant topic because everyone was ragging Joel Santana and that girl well when they got engaged so i know but just that but that wasn't even the point like people were like wow sis you waited a whole 10 years like you had to leave them like five years ago kind uh, of thing so it was a relevant conversation and then like what telling you? with joe budden and since santana uh, recently and then oh, remember we got to talk about i, I want to talk about it off, off mic yeah we, yeah because there was something funny that happened i want okay. to take on it Okay, great. So thank you all day for joining me on this podcast. Okay, on the on the you podcast. <laughs> on the on the, the next week for the me podcast. Me, my mind podcast. <laughs> you said me, myself, and I. I could have just said that. <laughs> anyway, is that it? Are we done? That's the one that I was trying to go for, but I are you, was thinking are, something Are you happy with the info you got? We will. We shall find out when we air it. I'll ask the people: Is there more that you would like to know? Okay. All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Uh, this has been the You, Me, Read podcast, uh, O'Day edition. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>